We are here at the uh, Renaissance Fair as it has uh, just barely begun, but it's almost hard to find a spot to park. The place is really filling up and they're filling up more. We have an interview with uh, Friar Tuck or Friar what? Willis. Friar Willis here. <laughs> He's uh, uh, joining the in the festivities. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. All right, well, tell me what it, what drew you to come here uh, to Fairfield, Iowa for the uh, Renaissance Fair. I heard uh, they restarting this uh, Renaissance Fair. I heard very successful in the past and wanted to be a part of it. Always wanted to go to a Renaissance Fair, so it was a good way to break the ice. So this is your first foray into the Renaissance Fair, yet you had a Friar Tuck outfit ready to go. I had it ready for a couple of years. So, so uh, that, well, that, that, it does take some planning. Um, well, what's your impressions of the fair? I'm, uh, there's a lot of people out here, a lot better turnout than I thought it would be. It's cool to see all the vendors. There's a lot of neat things with the, the blacksmith. The food looks great. And the crowd's pretty good so far. Yeah, and it is very much like a fair. You know, you just walk through and there's yep. different booths and different tables. And they got uh, spear throwing, I'm told. I saw archery, but I haven't seen the spear throwing. It looks like there's some sword fighting over in the corner. you got a blacksmith right there in the center here. It's uh, pretty festive. There's a lot of people dressed up, aren't there? Oh, yeah. It's a really good turnout. A lot of uh, good uh, costumes and characters. Now, you have some connection to Fairfield, but you're living in Altoona, right? That's correct. Yeah, originally from Fairfield and uh, just moved to Altoona a couple weeks ago. Okay. Well, uh, what... what if someone's out here listening, uh, give them a pitch for coming to this thing. Come for the food, come for the entertainment, come for the fun. Well, that's uh, straight to the point. That is Friar Tuck or Friar Willis. <laughs> yep. Friar Willis Tuck here. Uh, <laughs> we're going by middle names and everything. Well, thanks for being with us. All right, thanks for having me, man. We have a treat for uh, our listeners. We have uh, someone who may be a fountain of knowledge as it's uh, Claudia's husband. Uh, can you introduce yourself? My name is Taylor Mass. I appreciate you uh, having me on. Yeah, well, uh, we had your wife on uh, and uh, to kind of promote the, this event, and she let, let us come in here uh, to get some interviews. Tell me what's your role on this. I am the ale master of this day, so I'm providing uh, beer and good times. Yeah, you would be like uh, the vice president of Middle East Evil Ages if you had beer. I, I mean, vice president's pretty good. I would think, you know, maybe something a little bit more regal, like... Vice Emperor, but I'll take I'll take the beer. Yeah, Vice Emperor, well, well, whatever. If you had beer back in them days, not only uh, would you be a popular fellow, but you'd have a chance to live a little longer than a guy who wasn't drinking beer, wouldn't you? That is absolutely correct. I mean, you, you think about the old times; they gave ale to infants for not just you know toothaches, but basically every morning, everybody drank a beer when they woke up. Well, uh, there was the the beer was uh, uh, safer to drink than than just general water. Uh, it was uh, boiled and well, it was fermented. So fermented yeah, and, yeah. The, the sugar kind of takes out some of the uh, some of the viruses and some of the, the bacteria in the water. But yeah, I mean that's basically when they drink it. Well, what type of ale are you uh, providing these uh, fairgoers? We are providing the uh, Iowa's favorite Bush Light and its second favorite Michelob Ultra. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Bush Light drank in this uh, state, uh, as as they did in the Middle East. Yes, I mean, obviously, I think uh, it's common knowledge, not only is Iowa's favorite beer Bush Light, but also, you know, in the middle times, the middle ages, uh, I mean, they basically drink light beer all the time. Well, uh, tell me about some of the vendors and some of the reasons people, can, well, if they came here, what are they going to see? That, that They're uh, going to see knights battling out. They're gonna see, they can uh, do archery, throw spears. There's Vikings that are running around and pillaging. There's woodworking, there's a metal worker. 
I mean, basically, you name it, we have it. Uh, it, it as far as uh, a Renaissance Fair, especially for a community this size. Yeah, uh, it's not often you get a chance to see Vikings pillage up close if, uh, without getting your hair shortened a little. That's absolutely right. It's better to watch than partake in that situation. I see a wizard walking around. Uh, comment on some, uh, we got some, looks like some Scottish kilts going on. What are some of the uh, uh, costumes that are catching your eye today? Uh, I personally like the Vikings. I think the Scottish, the Scottish uh, kilts are really nice. The wizards, I am absolutely honored and surprised that so many regular folk are just dressing up and partaking in uh, in the festival. I mean, I, I think it speaks volumes to uh, not only Fairfield, but uh, the, you know we have people that are literally driven two and a half, three hours away to partake. So it's a tight knit community, and and um, you know we, we we just enjoy being part of it. Well, uh, I see some people. Tent, uh, can't look at some tents set up out, out there in the parking lot, and. Uh, Looks like, uh, how far away do you think, what's the furthest away you knew someone came? Eight and a half hours. Oh, that's, that, that's a little bit. Well, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just walk away when I want to. We have Ben. Uh, he's a, a Viking, a local Viking. Uh, welcome to the program, Ben. Well, you are uh, dressed up as a, a Viking. Uh, you've been uh, maraudering and ca causing havoc all morning. Uh, uh, you even have a special cup, it looks like. Is that a Viking cup? or? Uh, yeah, actually, it is a horn cup. Um, it's filled with uh, <laughs> water. Yeah. As, as all Vikings drank. Uh, you know you know why I drank, Vikings drank so much? So they wouldn't have to remember all the evil shit they did the night before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Some of the some things you do, you definitely uh, you don't talk about the next day. <laughs> You've got uh, um, you've got some like tattoos in the side of your head. Uh, you've got makeup on. You got a long beard. You, you're uh, you're dressed up as as a Viking. What is it about Viking culture that has you uh, uh, interested? I'm actually Norse pagan. Oh, you are. So it's this is just regular. This is the way you look all the time. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm uh, actually a fiber tech for an internet company. So up in the air, hair blown in the wind. <laughs> so are there a lot of Vikings around Fairfield? Uh, several actually. Uh, most of them here at the fair actually. Well, that uh, it's good that we could get them all rounded up in one spot so we know who they were. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of us around. Surprisingly, I didn't know it for the longest time. Well, did you? Uh, uh, how did you find out about this? And, and is this your first one? So this is not my first year. I'm actually a, a Rennie, um, and I had seen on Facebook that someone was talking about um, to have one here. And as soon as I saw it, I messaged them and started messaging everybody I knew from the other fairs to come down, like, hey, support the fair. But yeah, no, it's had a really good turnout so far. A lot more people than most people thought were going to show up. And it just barely started. You know, yeah, there's two days the of this, day, you know, yeah. so there's a, uh, you know, it's about, it's been going on for a couple hours. Uh, uh, so, um, tell, if someone's listening, you know, and they want to come see the Vikings and the Knights Templars and the... And throw some spears and whatnot. Give 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 our listeners a reason to jump on out here. Um, for one, big hairy chested Vikings. Uh, there's a lot of different wares. Um, new people from all around you know, Iowa. There's some people I know from down Minnesota. All sorts of cool things you can find. There's there is turkey legs. So there's a big one. 
Uh, there's also beer. That's a big one. Um, just all sorts of cool things. Step back in time for a little bit. You get an opportunity to dress up like a Viking whenever you want. They'll take Star Trek characters, Star Wars, uh, old Western guys. It doesn't really matter as long as you're willing to come down here, dress up, and have a good time with a bunch of other like-minded uh, what might we say freaky individuals? <laughs> uh, I guess uh, heathens. Heathens? Heathens. Heathens are on display. Well, thanks for being with us. Well, we have uh, someone here who is uh, entertaining kids, uh, has some puppet stuff. Uh, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Duke Gordon of the Animal Vials, when I have my friend Smoke here. Hi, Smoke. Yeah. He's got a, like a dragon puppet that uh, used to entertain the kids. And we do entertain the kids, and we talk to kids here at the Animal Fair. We're down here in Fairfield, Fairfield Iowa. We uh, have a lot of things here for you to come and enjoy. We have fairies. We have knights that fight. We have sword fighting shows. We have games. We have Templar knights that fight that are here at the fair. We have pearl chuckers. So you can come down here. You can pay twenty dollars and get yourself a pearl necklace and a, a guaranteed pearl. And watch the first chuck and pearl right here on the on site. We have vendors that have. We have vendors that have lots of. Uh, Jewelry and things are custom made by the people right here at the fair. They're not sent from sent from a, a store. The vendors here make a lot of their stuff right here. We have a woodworker who custom makes furniture right here, right here, right here in his own shop. He also shows does wood, woodworking. It shows back in the back in the 1700s. Way back in the 1700s. We have an encampment that shows how people would have lived back in the 1700s. Uh, we've got a cash machine that should be getting. Uh, we have Scottish people walking around in their, in their tilts. We have Vikings walking around. We got this we thing. Have, you have one of those Casey cards? Italians walking around. Yeah, right there. Been, been back there. Yeah, right there. You don't have to do that. Dresses and things like that. You need to come out here to Fairfield Fair. See us out here. You seem like you're, you're exhibiting a culture that is uh, your own and uh, something that you probably connect to outside of the room. I do. We are, we, Smoke and I represent 700 AD to 1300 AD in the Scottish Isles. And we represent, we show, we talk about how Scotland was at that time. And we should tell the kids about a little bit about Scotland and where we came from. And uh, how do you use this puppet to tell stories to kids? We, we, tell, we tell a little bit about Scotland and then we talk to them and we ask them about uh, how, what they know about the, about the world. And Smoke says, tells them that he's about 2,500 years old and that his owner here, which is Duke Gordon, myself, I'm about, uh, about 3,000 years old because I came from Scotland during the time of the nights and things wonderful. Well, you may have been the oldest person we've ever had on this show. Well, uh, uh, thanks for being with us. Thank you. <laughs> we have uh, Connor Everright, a KMCD local celebrity here, uh, representing the Knights of Templars. Welcome to Well, thank you for having me again. Always well, a pleasure. Well, you really uh, seem to be getting into the atmosphere. There's a lot of people here. Uh, what is it? I mean, we talked. You told me you were coming here. Tell me what it is about this kind of attraction. Uh, well, really, it's uh, it's the people. Uh, watching all the people dress up, the different vendors, 
uh, the turkey legs, the different events. Um, from what I was told, there should be some jousting, or at least uh, I'm hoping there should be some jousting. No jousts. Uh, they do have uh, archery. They do have some sword fighting. Uh, it's very, very interesting stuff to see. And uh, a lot of things here and a lot of costumes are actually handmade. Uh, example A, right over here we have a man. Um, all, uh, just about all of that is handmade, correct? Yes. A uh, man over here dressed up as a Viking and absolutely phenomenal. Um, I've had family members come up from Illinois to take part in this. Yeah, we're, we, they said somebody drove eight and a half hours that we talked to earlier wow. just to come to this. They got tents out there. Well, they didn't drive eight and a half. They drove four. Four. Well, that's enough. That's a, that's that's more than enough. But there's, you can learn a little something about history uh, as well as have a really good time drinking beer and hanging out. Well, absolutely. As I have a brew in my hand, uh, I did dress up as a member of the Knights Templar, and I myself am a Mason, and uh, the Knights Templar were Masons. You know, uh, you can drink on a podcast. Uh, I don't know if they frown on that on the radio or not. They definitely do. Yeah. Well, it's a mandatory uh, on Round Guy Radio yeah. that you have to have some kind of uh, well, beverages God, or something. God bless Round Guy Radio. <laughs> yeah, good, well, I'm having a good time. You seem to be having a good time. Tell me a couple of the things that, that caught your eye since you've been here. Uh, so they actually have a guy making uh, blades, uh, making homemade blades. Uh, right over here in the center of everything, which is very interesting to see and watch. Uh, he has his own little setup where he uh, uses his foot to actually swing a hammer, and it's really something to see. Um, other things that are uh, very interesting to see, there's an armor tent uh, a few tents down from where I'm standing currently, and uh, I've actually watched somebody buy a remake of uh, Marcus Aurelius's uh, helmet from Gladiators, which is really cool. Actually, if you, we might be able to get him to show it to you. That's pretty cool. Well, uh, Connor, this is a uh, uh, this is a freak show. I guess would be the, 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 the today's language of it. Right. Well, you know, hey, it's Fairfield. Fairfield's accepting to everybody. Yep. And, uh, we, if there's ever a place you could fly your freak flag, it's here in Fairfield, huh? That is right. That is right. Here in Fairfield. And the mayor's here. The mayor's actually walking around dressed up. What is she dressed up like? Uh, she is dressed up as, I think the best way I could put it, is a uh, fair maiden. Fair maiden. A fair maiden. Are there any serving winches here? Not that I'm aware of. I've always wanted me one of them serving winches. I've always wanted to ha uh, have those serving winches around me. That would be nice. <laughs> you know, you, you need something, and poof, the serving yeah, winches bring it right to you. Well, that's right. That's right. But it's a definitely a great time. I recommend you come down. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. We have Chris, he's from Des Moines, Iowa, and he has the most elaborate handcrafted uh, Viking outfit here, uh, also a two-fisted drinker. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I've uh, been doing rent fairs for a little over 10 years now. Well, uh, tell me just a little bit about your outfit and how many hours and, and what it took to put in that. So the chest piece I have on is custom. Uh, it's from a vendor up in uh, Des Moines that comes to our Sleepy Hollow. Uh, he, he handcrafted this whole piece for me in a weekend. Uh, the bracers I got from a gentleman here right now, his name is Brion. He's also a leather worker I've, I've learned to know through uh, many Renfair encounters. And uh, now this took about a little over a year to put it all together. Yeah, I bet it did. So uh, how many rent, 
Renaissance fairs have you been to? Uh, well, we got this one. We've been to the one in Amanda, the one in Sleepy Hollow. Uh, we've been up to one up in Wisconsin so far. And I've been to a Council Bluffs a time or two. Well, how, do, how uh, this is the first year of this one, and I think you're just trying to uh, you know, put it together. Uh, how, how's this one? Uh, it's not bad, honestly. When Usually we find when they, they start up again, it's usually slow. But this one, it's got a crowd that you usually don't see with uh, Renfair starting up again. Yeah, and it's only been up for a couple hours, and I mean, there's just people everywhere, and there's people who've got tents and everything. Uh, well, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, um, how did you find out about this, and what do you think of this community? Oh, no, so far everybody's been great, super nice. Uh, this one is, I figure, uh, learned about it from a gentleman named Ben that I frequent run fairs with up in Des Moines, and he's actually down here from Fairfield, and we are in a... Uh, Facebook group called uh, Midwest Festival Companions, and we let everybody know about different events, fairs that are going on, and he posted this, and that's how we found out about it. So is that is there any other way to, to find out about this kind of event if you're interested in it? Uh, typically, you just search online from what I found, different states. Uh, you can just type in different states and their end fairs, and they'll pull it up, no problem. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, as there's uh, many a Viking here, but none as elaborately dressed as you. Thank thanks. you, sir. Well, I'm back home in my studio with my grandson, Leo. Uh, he went to the Renaissance Fair. Uh, he went around, looked around more than I did, got kind of involved in some stuff, and I thought he would uh, share with you a little bit of his impressions of the Renaissance Fair. Um, welcome, welcome, hello. Um, first thing I'm going to say is, if you're going to the Renaissance Fair, bring cash, because if you're going to buy stuff, it's expensive. That's a warning. Now, to people that think the prices are outrageous <clears throat> grandma you need to know that the metals are real it takes a lot of time to make all those things those cool things that are just out on display for you to buy yeah now you had a, you were looking at a sword in particular that you wanted um, to buy yes i forgot the name of it but i'll get it for you well, we might come back tomorrow and, and, yeah, we and take a most, second look yeah, at that we're gonna, uh, but these are hand-forged uh, uh, swords uh, that you're telling me. Uh, no, well, not the one that I was in particular. But there are hand-forged helmets, hand-forged gloves, and those little treasure chests. But, like, the helmets and gloves, they were cool. And I saw one that was dragon scales, black dragon scales. It was cool. Well, you know Jared, right? Yeah. Well, he bought uh, some hand or some gauntlets, whatever those are. But he said he yeah. paid uh, 190 bucks for them. Oh, he got the he got the ones that were almost out of stock. Yes, um, those were pretty fancy. They were kind of they were kind of a silver color. So you really like the weapons. Yeah. There was a blacksmith there. He was making stuff on site. Uh, um, well, what what about what other stuff? Just what what costumes did you see that you liked? Um, I saw a lot of like of the classes from D and D, like paladins. I think I saw a ranger. Uh, it was just a lot of stuff from D and D, and then there was also I saw one person in particular had like a dinosaur mask, which was really cool, and it moved when they talked. Man, yeah, they had some elaborate masks, and there was a lot of people there dressed up, weren't they? Yeah, it was a pretty festive atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, um, what was it like though for kids? Was there other kids there, and what were they doing? Um, uh, I saw one other kid that rides my bus, but. Uh, uh, it's just not very much stuff for kids. Was it you? You think maybe there there could be a few more things for kids and stuff? Yeah. But but uh, you know, you're you're not a, a young kid, so 
you enjoyed the weapons? Did you get a chance to shoot the, the bow and arrows or um, throw the spears or any of no, that? No, there's none of that there. There was no exploration, nothing. There was some, no, there was, and there was a sword uh, sword fighting. Did you see any of that? No. I think some of it started after we left. Yeah, most of it did. Most but, of the fun uh, stuff starts as soon as you leave. Well, uh, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow if you want me to take you. Yeah, and we're going to take my mom also. So we'll get a, another person to interview, and I will help with the interview. All right. Okay, well, thanks for being with us, Leo. All right. No, thank you. This wraps up our coverage of day one of the Renaissance Fair in Fairfield. And make sure to come back for day two.